Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. And today I want to talk about a common feeling that a lot of people get after experiencing narcissistic abuse. You feel lonely, you feel lost. You don't know what just happened. You thought that you were with somebody that was gonna fill your life up with happiness, okay? And that's your first mistake. That is your first mistake in thinking that the narcissist was gonna be your source of happiness. This is why I tell you guys, never ever be codependent on a narcissist or anybody else. Because when you become codependent, you lose your power. And what does that mean? That makes you vulnerable. So the point I'm trying to make is in all of this is this. After you leave a narcissistic relationship, and I'm also going to talk about feeling lost after narcissistic abuse in families, if you've experienced that, because there's a lot of people that have cut off their families that have endured, you know, severe narcissistic abuse. And now they're living, they have no family, they feel lost, they feel lonely, but they know that they can't have a relationship with their family because their family is toxic. But so you have to look at where you are in life. Who caused this narcissistic abuse? Was it a partner? Was it a family member? And you have to look at life in a perspective of long term, okay? So here's what it is, you guys. If you got involved with a narcissistic partner and now the relationship ended, either they discarded you or you discarded them. In any event, it was not panning out the way you had hoped it would pan out because the narcissist already built up this fantasy in your head thinking, you know, they were your soulmate, they were your twin flame, you know, the two of you were going to be together forever. Now, all of a sudden, the relationship ends and you're lost. And what does that mean? That means that you got to start all over. That means that your phone isn't ringing, okay? And even when you have trauma with the narcissist and you're arguing and you're fighting, some people are addicted to that because it keeps them going. They have something in their life that's keeping them going. They can't deal with the quietness after narcissistic abuse or the silence or being alone. So they would rather stay with a toxic partner because, you know, it gives them something in their life than to sit in loneliness and feel lost, okay? So a lot of people are going to feel lost. And a lot of people who spent many years with the narcissist or were married to the narcissist, once that relationship ends, they're going to feel lost. And you're always going to feel lost because you're changing your life. It takes a lot of courage to walk away from a narcissistic relationship, and especially if you have children, okay? Because now you're going about it alone, all the responsibility pretty much is going to fall on you because narcissists are, you know, they, a lot of them abandon their kids. They leave all the hard work to you. They want to torture you, okay, after the breakup. So you're, if you have kids with a narcissist, you're going to feel very, very lost. You're going to feel overwhelmed. You know, you're going to be thinking, how am I going to make it, you know, financially or taking care of children, and it's going to be overwhelming. You're going to feel lost. So what you have to do, you guys, after you've endured narcissistic uh, abuse and you're feeling lost, is you've got to get a pen and a paper and you've got to have a purpose, a purpose in life. 
What do you want out of life? Do you want to get married? Do you not want to get married? Do you want to have children? Or if you have children, where do you want to live? What do you want for your children? You've got to have a plan, you guys. You've got to have a plan. And why is it so important to have a purpose in life? Because it keeps you going, okay? It keeps you going. An empty mind is a devil's workshop. So when you don't have anything else going on in your life, you're going to feel that loneliness. You're going to feel lost. And what does that do, you guys? It brings depression and anxiety. And that could lead to other problems, health problems, okay? After being with a narcissist, a lot of people have health problems because of the stress of dealing with this toxic person, the constant arguing, the constant trying to get this person to see your side, and they don't. A narcissist will never see your point of view. Why? Because they don't want to. Because to see your side would mean that they have to face shame, Okay, so after many years of trying to resolve conflict with a narcissist, if you've done it like I've done it, you get to a point where you realize this is futile because they will never see my point of view. They will never never validate my argument, even if I'm speaking the truth. And then you realize I am dealing with somebody toxic because they are not fair. They are will not own any kind of um, you know criticism or anything like that. They will not you know speak the truth. And somebody said, well, why is, what is the number one reason why narcissistic relationships fail? Narcissistic relationships fail because you're dealing with a dishonest person. You're dealing with somebody that won't acknowledge the truth. You're dealing with somebody who can't handle criticism or can't say that they're wrong. So anytime you're going to have conflict with that person, whether it's over money whether it's over sex, whether it's over the children, whether it's over their family or your family, they will never ever speak the truth if it's going to cause them shame. So a lot of them will lie, manipulate, cause gaslighting to confuse your brain and make you think that you're, you know, you're wrong and have you self-doubt what you saw, okay? So this is the problem with all of this. And that's why you've got to get yourself back on track. So how do you do that? You've got to think about all facets of your life, your health, your finance, and your relationships, okay? You've got to focus in time to each one of these things and have a calendar and a plan of what you're going to do in your life to get to your goals. Now, you don't make a big time goal and say, oh, I'm going to make a hundred a hundred million dollars or something like that. You're going to do short-term goals. What do I have to do? What do I want done this month? Okay, now I'm going to break it down. What do I have to do this week? Okay. You're also going to expand your world. And how do you do that? You're going to branch out to other people to try to have a support system. A support system is so important after narcissistic abuse friends, family. If you don't have friends or family, you go online. There are online Zoom support groups. There are local support groups in your community to try to mix and meet other people. These other people, and it's not necessarily to find a romantic interest, it's to have other relationships, a support system, okay? A lot of times people feel lost after narcissistic abuse because they don't have a support system. They don't have a family that backs them. 
Sometimes you're dealing with a narcissistic family that's not supportive or doesn't want to be bothered. Or they'll tell you, oh, you did it to yourself. They victim shame you, okay? And that makes you feel even lower. So you've got to find out who's going to be in your corner, all right? And these, this, these are your people. So you're going to, a lot of times you feel lost after narcissistic abuse is because number one, you're starting over. Number two, you don't have the excitement even of the, the narcissist, even if it's fighting, there's excitement. It's adrenaline rushing. So you're going to have to find other things to get your adrenaline going, exercising, going to a gym, listening to music, um, joining an art class, joining a music class. You have to get out of your comfort zone, okay, you guys? You got to get out of your comfort zone and you got to get busy. I'm telling you, you know, the busier you are, the less you're going to feel lost. The more you're going to feel like you have a purpose, like, oh, I have this meeting this week. I go through this all the time with my son, okay? We always talk about, okay, what do we have going on tomorrow? You have this meeting tomorrow. You have that meeting tomorrow. You have work the next day. We have a plan. We have a focus. We have a purpose. And this is what I'm telling you. This is how you avoid feeling that lost feeling after the narcissist. See, a lot of people, they think the narcissist is the end all and they're not, you guys. You have a whole world out there and you're not going to realize it till later on. Later on, after a couple of years go by, you're going to look back on this and you're going to say to yourself, why was I ever worrying about this person? They are nothing, okay? They are nothing. They did nothing for me. They put me down. They didn't lift me up. They brought me down, okay? So you're going to come into your own. So you've got to, number one, be independent. You've got to be an independent person. And that means education, Educate yourself. Start reading about topics that you're very interested in. Learn all about narcissism. And I'm telling you, you learn about narcissism. I can't tell you how powerful that is, okay? And I'm going to tell you from my own experience. I've had to deal with arrogant, narcissistic doctors in a hospital, battling it out with them, but I knew what they were and I knew how to handle them. And I knew that they would try to intimidate me. Okay. Because they have that air about them. They know better when they don't always know better. Believe me when I tell you. Okay. So the point is no people understand people, understand who you're dealing with. Salesmen do this all the time. When somebody comes, let's say, I'm just going to use this as an example. It's not directed towards all sales, car salesmen. But when somebody comes into a, a, you know, a shop to buy a car, the first thing they're going to do is size up that person. And then they're going to realize, okay, you know, this is how I appeal to this person, or this is who I'm dealing with. And this is what I'm telling you. Know who you're dealing with. Understand what you dealt with in the past. Because the more that you understand who they were, the more it will become clearer to you and the more it will heal you. Okay. It'll heal you because you'll realize the problem wasn't me. The problem I was, I was dealing with a toxic person. Okay. Like in my, in my situation, I dealt with somebody who could not communicate. I dealt with a covert narcissist. I dealt with someone who triangulated 
with his covert narcissistic mother, okay? But at the time, I didn't understand what was going on because I didn't understand covert narcissism at that time. Now I know it like the back of my hand and I could apply it to everybody that I come in contact with that's a covert narcissist. I spot it right away. They can't communicate, okay? They've got to do it in a passive-aggressive manner. So the point that I'm trying to tell you is this, okay? You've got to get into yourself. You've got to figure out how can I better myself so that I don't feel lost. First, you're going to have a health regimen. What are you going to do for yourself? You're going to start walking, okay? You're going to get out in your neighborhood and you're going to start walking or go on trails. I've met so many nice people hiking. I can't tell you how nice in general the hikers are. They really are, okay? People go on the dating apps and I'm like, you ought to go on the trails because there's tons of nice, cool people on the trails, all right? Or whatever you're into. You like to go bicycling. You like to go to the gym, it's a whole nother world for you so that you don't feel lost. Next, you're going to think about your career. Where are you and what do you want to do? Okay. If you're in a dead end job, change your job. Again, you know, nothing's going to change till you change, till you make it change. You got to stop being afraid to take a risk. Okay. Or you're going to be in the same position the rest of your life. Okay. You've got to put yourself out there and, and don't look at it like you're looking for romantic interest. You're looking, you're going out there to make friends. Okay. Make friends. And it's funny because I had somebody who came up to me and they said to me, well, I heard a dating coach say that, you know, in order to have a good relationship, you, you need to be friends with the person first. Okay. Here's my thing with that. A friend, a friend's relationship is very different from pursuing a romantic relationship. You don't want a friends with benefits situation because then that person will not move to the next step. They're getting everything from you and they don't have to work for it. Okay. And they could leave. They're going to take you for granted. Believe me when I tell you. So, you know, there's got to be a fine line. A friend's relationship is not the same as dating someone. Even though you date somebody, you could be very friendly with, you know, you could have like a friendship with them, but it's on a different level. Okay. They're pursuing you for something more. It's not just, you know, hang out or have sex or something like that. And then, you know, something better comes along. Let me just throw you to the wind. You don't want to be used like that. Okay. You've got to have your boundaries up. So the point, getting back to the point of feeling lost, you guys, you have to have your goals in place. What are your goals? And you have to look back on your prior relationships and say to yourself, where did I go wrong? Where did I, where did I go wrong? You know, and you have to take accountability yourself. Sometimes you got to take accountability yourself for the decisions that you make. Okay. Because maybe you pick somebody that you knew was not on your level, but you were so sexually attracted to them, you just let yourself go. And that's because you didn't look for the right things, you looked for the wrong things. You looked for that lust and you looked for that attraction instead of looking for somebody who has a beautiful heart and would give to you somebody who's willing to sacrifice. That's the difference. That, that, you guys, that is the key to having a great fucking relationship is having somebody who has a good heart that would go out of their way for you. Because in life, 
You want a life partner that you can rely on. Somebody who's reliable. Somebody who's got your back. Somebody who, you know, has heart for you if you're sick or you're going through a rough time. The last thing you want is a miserable narcissist who's going to cut you up or abandon you. And the last thing you want is to have kids with a miserable narcissist who's going to torture you in court and torture your kids. So look at this person's general character, 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 character. Did I say character? Look at their character next time you're, you're deciding on something and don't you know, don't go in blind, okay? Don't base it off the exterior of somebody. Sure, you've got to be attracted to somebody, but that shouldn't be a deciding factor of whether you get in a relationship with that person. It's how they treat you. You want somebody who treats you kind and treats you with respect. It's about respect. Does this person respect you? In other words, when they you text them or you call them, they text you and, and call you back in a reasonable amount of time? Or do they disrespect you and, and you know hit you back hours later or days later? Why do you want to deal with somebody like that? That's disrespect, okay? You cannot have love unless you have respect. My father explained this to me years ago, you guys, when I was getting engaged to my first um, boyfriend. He was like, you have to be able to respect that person, Okay. And I didn't understand what he meant. I understand what he means today because I'm older and wiser. So the point is you want a mutual respect with that person when you get involved in your next relationship. So these feelings of being lost, you've got, you've got to also be able to forgive yourself. You can't change the past. I wish I could change the past, but I can't. I got involved with a covert narcissist. I have three kids. I have two special needs kids and I can't change the past. All I can do is deal with what I have and what, what is. And I have to learn to be happy and appreciate what is. I have three beautiful children and I love them to death. And that's what I focus on, okay? Making them happy, building a future for them, okay? That is my purpose, my focus, and also you know, podcasting about narcissism and awareness and making people aware of the game so that they don't get involved with a toxic person. And later on, they, you know, they're left having to start all over later in life. And it's so much harder. Okay. So the thing is, know your purpose and understand this. The more that you study about narcissism, you're going to see you know, the patterns. And I also said too, it's not a bad idea to look over the past texts you had with that person or write down the things that happened with that person, how they snapped at you, how they abandoned you, how they ghosted you, how they, you know, dismissed you when you were talking, how you couldn't sit down and, and have a conversation with them and they didn't show you any courtesy to listen to you or to try to understand your point of view. If you don't have somebody that does that, get rid of them. Get rid of them because life is not an easy journey and you want somebody that you could work with. You can't work with a narcissist, okay? They are out for themselves. A narcissist is not a team player. 
They're an independent operator and dictator. You don't want to be in a relationship with that because you will be on your your own. You will have conflict, conflict and you will never be happy. Okay. You will never be happy till you get to a point where you just can't stand it anymore and you got to get out. And now you're getting out and you're starting all over and you may feel lost. Okay. So the point is whatever point you are, you know, in life or starting over and you have those feelings of lost, you've got to say to yourself, okay, I feel like this now, but this isn't going to last forever. This is just a temporary period for me because you know what? I'm going to get myself fucking busy and I'm going to get my life going and I'm going to appreciate the things that I do have in life, whether it's friends, if you have family, whatever it is, your health, okay? Whatever you could be appreciative, understand there's people dealing with worse out there, okay? There's people dealing with serious, serious issues, parents that are dealing with children with cancer and serious issues, So, you know, it's all relative when you think you've got it hard. You don't know what hard is till you've dealt with people that have a sick kid, okay? So uh, what I'm trying to tell you is this, you guys. I'm trying to pep you up so that you can get your head together and you can get focused and realize what's important in life. The narcissist is not important. They are just part of the journey that your soul will go through in, in, in life, okay? what it, you look at it as a learning experience because even out of something bad, you get something good out of it. And that's your wisdom and your knowledge and your experience. So even though I had a hard life, even though I dealt with a lot of toxic people in my life, it only made me a wiser person. So now when I'm in life, I know how to deal with people. Now, when I go in court, I know how to handle that courtroom, okay? Because I have experience in life in dealing with different types of people. And this is what I'm trying to say. You want to stay on the positive end and and say to yourself, "Okay, I made a mistake. I, you know, didn't acknowledge, I didn't, you know, acknowledge the red flags or I didn't recognize the red flags, but you know what? Now I know what it is. And now I have to realize, okay, I'm starting over." You know, I'm brave to start over. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus in and I'm going to figure out what my purpose is in life, what I want out of life. And I'm going to go about it on my own, okay? On your own. You want to start out on your own. And then whoever you meet down the road, they are going to complement that life. And what I mean by that is they are going to come together with you and support you in your endeavors, okay? But you'll always have that purpose in life because that's the purpose that you set out for yourself. And I also, you guys, I wanna add another thing. I'm a very, very spiritual person. Not everybody believes in God, but I am definitely one of them because I've had miracles in my life, all right? So the, the, the point I'm trying to make, and also if not for me being grounded in God, I probably would not be here today, okay? Because of all that the traumatic things that I went through in and out of hospitals with my kid and, and, you know, the, the, the mental meltdowns that he had and everything that I went through and the sleep deprivation, I would not have been able to endure it if I wasn't grounded in 
on trying to have the Holy Spirit within me and doing the right thing, okay? Because my love for my child and my children was greater than anything else. And you've got to find out what the love within yourself is greatest for, okay? What is your passion? What do you want? It's not just the narcissist, okay? Your passion has to be yourself. You are made whole, okay? So you're going to live life focused on yourself because even if you get into a relationship, even if you're married 20 to 30 years, that marriage could break down, okay? So you've got to be whole within yourself that no matter what life throws at you, you're good. You're good. You're independent. And you know what? You could take care of yourself because, you know, you've, you've built up a thick skin, okay? You, you get to that point after you've been through shit where you're able to handle very tough situations and you become a stronger person. So through pain and suffering, you become a very strong and dangerous person because you know how to handle it. And you're able to survive through it because you've gotten that thicker skin and you're not going to fall apart like you would a first love situation because you, you know, you don't know what it is. Now you know what it is. Okay. So stop feeling lost. Just say, okay, I'm alone now. I don't have anything going on. Okay. My phone's not ringing. Let me focus in on me, what I got to do. Okay. Whether, whatever I'm going to do today, let me focus in on whatever I got to do today. And that's one step closer to my goals of whatever I want. Maybe building financial security, maybe buying a, a nicer house, you know, maybe, you know, doing things with my children to make them have great lives, Whatever it could be, you guys, you could write a book, you could write an ebook on Amazon, you can start a YouTube channel, you could podcast, whatever you're p- passionate about. And I tell this, you know, to like my niece, you know, and, and, and other people that I tell them, I'm like, or, or my daughter, I tell them, do what you're passionate about and you have knowledge about. And when you help other people, you heal yourself. This is so true. When you help other people, you heal yourself and you will not feel lost. Okay. You're not going to feel lost. So let me wrap it up. You guys know your purpose in life and just understand that that narcissist, that experience you had, you've got to accept it. They're not going to change. They are who they are. And you know what? That's okay. They could go live their life, but you don't have to deal with that, okay? What you're going to focus in on is making your life better and what you want. So you got to figure out what your goals are, okay? So I hope that helps you. If it does, please hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast and have a great day. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question and you wanna get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio, 
where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at the game exp 123 and also on Instagram the game exp 123 okay and have a great day <laughs>